It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Station. 834, 55KCD Talk Station. Apologies for the technical difficulties. It seems that the smarter we get, the, the the less it works. But without further ado, Judge Edna Napolitano, welcome back to the program, <laughs> sir. It is always a pleasure to have you on. <laughs> Brian, it's good to hear a complete sentence coming out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm glad you can hear me, and I'm glad you wrote this this column. It, I, I tell you, knowing the subject matter, and uh, there was a, a wonderful op-ed piece kind of along the same lines. It took a different tack. It was the mass shooting blame game. You point out that right after the killing uh, in, in, in uh, Buffalo, the terrible, terrible tragedy, this evil, perhaps deranged Nazi punk took the lives of people, but the governor of New York started blaming speech for the uh, the events, that this somehow he was exposed to speech and that led him to do these terrible things. Chucky e. Schumer did the same thing yesterday and so did the president of the United States of America. This And therefore, their implication is that we should somehow regulate or restrain speech, which, of course, is absolutely prohibited by the First Amendment. Uh, the governor herself said hate speech is not protected and incendiary speech is not protected, and she's wrong. All speech is protected. All innocuous speech is absolutely protected, and all speech is innocuous when there is time for more speech to rebut it. The remedy for hate speech, and there's a lot of hate speech out there. If you go to these dark websites, it's repellent. But the remedy for it is to challenge it. It is far better that we know the source of this hate speech than that they are driven underground and we don't know the source of it and we don't know how strong they are and we don't know who they are and where they are and how powerful they may be. That pesky First so the Amendment. Democrats are looking for a patchwork and they don't care about the Constitution. Well, I mean, I, I, I've seen this on college campuses. You know, my argument this morning, and, and, and you, you're pointing out along the lines I went, we need more speech. I said, you know, if you, if you have a Nazi who's willing to come out and say, hi, I'm a Nazi, and you start peppering him with logical and reasonable points about his ridiculous philosophy of life, that person's not going to be able to respond with logical and reasonable support for his insane ideology. Um, I would argue the same thing for Marxism, Antifa, and a whole lot of other organizations. And don't you find it interesting that the uh, guy who tried to kill Steve Solis and all the Republicans was a big Bernie Sanders supporter and MSNBC aficionado? And, gee, the right-wing folks didn't start calling to end their speech. Good point. Very good point. The other, you talk about reason and, and rationalizing. The other thing that is utterly irrational is the concept that these people who are so driven by hatred, who are willing to commit mass murder of innocents and strangers, are somehow willing to obey gun laws. I mean, this is just <laughs> insane. The only law they understand is the one they follow, which is the law of violence. The only thing that they respond to is superior firepower. And if those poor people in that uh, supermarket had been able to carry, and if any of them had been trained, I dare say this might have 
been stopped before it got as far as it did. Well, you heard me uh, mention perhaps that uh, we have, uh, I do a listener lunch every two weeks, and uh, we always meet at some uh, family-owned restaurant and enjoy each other's fellowship and talk politics and usually get about 75 or so people showing up to these. Um, I always point out that it's one of the safest places you could be on the world because I know a whole lot of listeners, and myself included, when I'm not enjoying an adult beverage, carry concealed. <laughs> so you yeah. think you're well, safe. you live in a state that respects your right to self-defense. New York doesn't have too much freedom. It has too little. It does not respect your right to self-defense. Another thing she said was, Supreme Court of the United States, we're ready for you. What the devil is she talking about? The Supreme Court of the United States is about to declare, in my opinion, the concealed carry laws, which are nearly impossible to comply with, in New York unconstitutional. What does she mean we're ready for you? We're going to find a way around an opinion that hasn't even been published yet? The, the woman was almost deranged, but her assaults on the Constitution on the right to self-defense and on the freedom of speech, two fundamental liberties, the highest categories of liberties we have, the First Amendment and the Second Amendment, were unforgivable. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you were so kind because um, I would have just called her plain old deranged. In any event, <laughs> you, you do mention this, this Supreme Court case came up previously when we were talking in defense of, like the words or not, Donald Trump's speech in advance of the January 6th protests and invasion of the Capitol that was not prohibited speech. It was not egging on or otherwise encouraging violence, yet it was attacked as that type of speech. People had plenty of time to engage in additional speech. This goes back to Brandenburg versus Ohio. You're the right, worst, Hamilton worst. County, Ohio, which I, I think might be where you are now, or very Sitting close to where you are. Sitting uh, in it. Where Clarence Brandenburg, an Ohio KKK leader, uh, gave a speech at a KKK rally and blasted the Jewish people and blasted blacks and said they control the government. We're going to march on Washington and take the government back. We're going to take, you ready for this word, revengeance. He made up the word. He wasn't a very articulate person. Ohio prosecutors got wind of this and prosecuted him, and he was convicted, and the conviction was upheld by the Ohio Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court of the United States unanimously reversed the conviction and said he can say whatever he wants as long as there's time for more speech to neutralize it. There was two weeks between the speech and the march on Washington. There was plenty of time to neutralize the speech. Therefore, he was not responsible for inciting people to riot. It's a terrific opinion. It's unanimous. It's the law of the land today. And Governor Hochul was apparently either carried away in the emotion of the moment, she's from Buffalo, or ignorant of, uh, of the law. Ignorant of the law, I'm going with that. Uh, the other the other issue, you, know, you mentioned uh, gun control laws, and of course every time the narrative fits the left wings, uh, 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 like this particular one, you have the white Nazi killing black people. This is like the, the, the star alignment for the left's argument for gun control and everything else for that matter. Uh, but no one bothered to uh, criticize or otherwise look into the realities of the... Um, was it uh, 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 the the Waukesha where the guy ran over a, a, a group of white people? He uh, he had some well terrible feelings toward white people, and he used a truck. So mm, we can't advocate for the eradication of automobiles, even though they can be quite deadly, as he proved. And yet they didn't bother. Well, the president didn't have time to go there. I find that to be quite hypocritical. You're exactly right. What are they going to do? Ban steak knives when people start stabbing other, uh, other people? Pressure you have an ancient, natural, personal right to defend yourself. 
and you have the right to defend yourself using the same means as the people who are likely to come after you will use. That's not me. That's Justice Scalia in a majority opinion called District of Columbia versus Heller. And when your government apparently gets too invasive and intrusive, you know, this is another reason why the second or the main reason why the Second Amendment was put in place. We kind of see that on, on some level with the Ukrainian citizenry fighting off one of the largest armies in the world. Now, granted, we have to give them something more than uh, the modern assault rifle, but boy, they sure do appreciate when you give them the modern assault rifle, they use it to good use and have been successful in fending off an invasion. Well, I, I, the, the image of this happening here is almost unfathomable. Almost unfathomable. However, the Heller decision says you not only have the right to use the same level of equipment as the bad guys, you have the right to own the same level of equipment as the government would in case the government comes after you. Shoulder-mounted wow. rockets that blow up tanks? It doesn't go that far. Yeah. He's not that, uh, he's not that specific. It I came across a great line from Ben Franklin the other day, and I'm surprised I never heard of this before. War is when the government tells you who the bad guy is. Revolution is when you decide for yourself. Indeed. Now, question. little tea leaf reading. Is this, I mean, I, I, I don't believe it's going to go anywhere in the sense that they're going to take away our First Amendment rights and freedoms. Now, they can do that through social media because they're private companies who can, of course, remove things that are important to voters like, oh, I don't know, the discovery of Hunter Biden's laptop in advance of the November uh, 2020 election. But we they can't take away these freedoms from us. They're enshrined in modern law. Do you believe on any level that the re- the left is burying itself by trying to make these arguments, by trying to take away speech, that they are misguided in the public's general perception and reception of this type of argument? I do. I think they're making a terrible mistake. Just like these crazies marching on Justice uh, Alito's house. Look, uh, uh, the abortion opinion, if it comes out the way the draft uh, opinion was, is actually a gift to the Democrats, but they may overplay their hand with the violence and the fury uh, in the demonstrations. Same thing with this uh, shooting. The Democrats politically will overplay their hand when they talk about restrictions on speech. Now, I don't know exactly what the governor had in mind, but she sounded as though she wanted to use restrictions on social media. So this creep could say whatever he wanted, but he couldn't post it on social media. And if he posted it on social media, I'm mouthing what I think the government would have said if she had completed her arrest sentence, then social media somehow would owe money to the government, another money grab, uh, because it posted forbidden words. The whole purpose of the First Amendment, the whole purpose is to keep the government out of the business of speech. The government cannot decide which speech is right and which speech is wrong. If it can, it will always decide on speech that favors itself. Isn't that true? And uh, this comes at a very sad time in American history when they've launched this Ministry of Truth effort. Uh, the, the, the KGB, as we were joking about it the other day, not joking about the name, not, not so much the entity, um, and the people that they are proposing, purporting to put on the board are people who have already lied to the American people in the sense they've passed along misinformation. So the very foundation of it is preposterous, but the people they put on it were purveyors of misinformation. So that's the government's version of a story, and that's all we would get absent the First Amendment. Well, the government's version of a story can be very dangerous to freedom of speech. It can be chilling. Chilling is any government behavior that shows disapproval of speech 
that gives you second thoughts before you speak, that makes you wonder, gee, if I say this, is the government going to come after me? That is unconstitutional. Supreme Court has been uh, consistent on that. So once this thing's challenged, I think it'll go. If, if it starts attempting to interfere with speech, look, it doesn't have rulemaking authority. It barely has a budget. The only thing it can do is say this is right and this is wrong. But someone's going to have to challenge it. In plain English, who the hell cares what the government thinks about speech? The government lies its way into our pocketbooks, lies its way into our bedrooms, lies its way into every aspect of human life. And now they're going to tell us what's truthful and untruthful? Well, I'll tell you what, I can add insult to injury. I, re- I saw an account on Breitbart from the Wisconsin Institute of Law and Liberty, which is representing three eighth-grade boys who are apparently being sued by the Keel Area School District under Title IX for using incorrect pronouns, calling it uh, sexual okay. harassment. I dealt with this case yesterday uh, on my podcast, Judging Freedom. This is reprehensible. They were originally charged with sexual assault. Oh, Lord. And then they downgraded it to uh, sexual uh, harassment. Unbelievable that the government would do this to children because eight, eight-year-old boys use the in, improper pronoun. Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech. A, applies to the states, and B, protects children. Well, and the idea that I'm supposed to call a single human being they, that is supporting psychological problems and something that probably the DSM-5 has a diagnosis for, like split personality. To say nothing about horrible grammar. Indeed. (laughs) Judge Anna Napolitano, a distinct pleasure. Get his column tonight at midnight, blaming the Constitution. Uh, JudgeNap.com, and of course, uh, get uh, his his podcasts on uh, YouTube as well. Judge Napolitano, God bless you, sir. I look forward to next Wednesday, as always. uh, Thank you, Brian. All the best. Best of health. 847-55-KRC, the talk station. Opportunity for mention how to save money and get your car service. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.